Welcome to Sin News, the Inside Gaming Podcast, Episode 5. We already made it five shows. I'm your host, Brian Gar. The rest of the boys are going to introduce themselves right now. Hey, I'm Connor McGrath. Uh, we've made it five shows, and the world has completely gone to shit since we started. Uh, I'm Zach Niblick, and now that we're five years old, I can legally drink. Let's go, baby. Yeah, I I'm... Think that's how it... In dog years, <laughs> maybe, I guess. I'm Evan Campbell, and uh, I'm here now. Hi. That's his famous catchphrase. Yep. <laughs> I'm Evan, and I'm here. I'm now. Evan, and I'm here. Boys, now. the the world has gone to hell in the uh, <laughs> short life of Sin News, uh, but we do have some gaming news to talk about. Not all of it is really related to coronavirus. We're going to give you guys a Woo. break from all of that. And first up, I think uh, one of the big uh, stories of the week, Call of Duty Warzone, very popular, very full of cheaters. It's um, gained a lot of followers over the last, or a lot of uh, people playing it over the last, it's been a little, little over two weeks, but there's been a lot of complaints that there's just cheaters everywhere. It's cool. bullshit, it's like Brian. A- God, it pisses me. <laughs> there we go, right. strong That's, opinion. Uh, why don't we have a nice, uh, moderate, tepid, centrist take? No, I... <laughs> uh, I think that it's like a rite of passage, right? You make a battle royale game, you got to get inundated with uh, cheaters. Yeah, they've been Otherwise at it a long a game. time too, right? Like this was a problem with PUBG. It was a huge problem with Fortnite for a while. I mean, everybody. Apex kinda... Legends dealt with it. Yep. Well, yep. And Call of Duty's been dealing with this, but the battle royale aspect of it is not new for cheaters. Like people have been using walls in Call of Duty since it's existed. I think. So this is not a new problem. It's just a, it's just a problem that's yet again transcended to a new uh, way to play COD. And there's H1Z1. And there's H1Z1. Right, guys? <laughs> there's Radical Heights. Radical Heights, that's right. There's Cuisine Radical Royale, hmm? if anyone remembers that. It's there's just Butter regular. Royale. Um, Butter Royale? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's not very good. It's an oh. Apple Arcade game. <laughs> oh, okay. Where's Brian? Uh-oh. Brian, save I just Brian. went off. I just <laughs> went off video. I'm still here, but I was like, "Why am I on video? Because yeah, we're not recording video. We're oh, just yeah. recording audio. It's Camera a podcast." Off. Cool. See, don't you feel liberated now? You can jack off during the podcast. Do whatever you want. Nobody's that quiet, Brian. I can hear <laughs> friction a mile. That's away. true. But <laughs> you're right. The other games that you all mentioned, PUBG has had huge problems. Fortnite, Apex Legends, uh, which came out about a year ago, was. He, they, they have banned hundreds of thousands of accounts to try to get it under control. They've hardware banned people. Um, I think Warzone is just the latest one, but apparently it is real bad. It's it's all over the forums. Um, and, and Warzone has had a, a big start. It got 30 million players in less than two weeks. Uh, you know, it's free to play. It's Call of Duty. I think a lot of people are just going to try it just because of that. But... Cheating, if they don't get it under control, it can ruin a game. It's it's ruined quite a few games in the past, especially, obviously, online multiplayer. Uh, when people start aimbotting and you feel like it's just unfair and you're just getting capped right at the beginning, you're just going to quit. Yeah, it's, it's totally... Uh, not disorienting, what's the word? It just takes all the fun out of it. It makes... 
It makes you, like, as soon as it's not fair, it's not a game anymore. Yeah, it, it, there's almost like an internet trolley thing that that goes along with it, too. It's like, yeah, it's, it doesn't have to be about my skill. I'm just pissing off other people, and I like it. Well, there's it. also the skill of, like, how good your aimbots are or whatever, too, right? There's the skill of the, the hack or the cheat. I think that goes into it. I'm always split on this because I think that what cheaters do is kind of fascinating in some ways, but at the same time, it's a terrible experience if you're just trying to play a game and have fun. No, it's, it's also an extra degree of heartbreak in the battle royale genre because I feel like in a, in a normal match of Call of Duty that only lasts you know like ten minutes or something, you you can get r- enraged and then you know just quit out and get into a new lobby fairly quickly. But uh, in, if you've spent the last you know forty five minutes carefully trying to get to the final 10 in a battle royale only to be you know aimbotted through a rock uh that's an extra level of heartbreak yeah like i i played destiny 2 quite a bit and i this is just a theory but i felt like there was a lot of cheating in the crucible too or just (laughs) the way people could just like in multiplayer lock on me instantly and just knock me out with one shot and i'm not good by any (laughs) means but it was like ridiculous well that's the worst thing is when you're not good because you're like i guess i'm just this bad (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) because even i remember when i was playing titanfall 2 and we got in a lobby with these guys that were just like reaming us and just like they definitely had aimbots and they'd found an exploit to get onto the top of this pillar in the middle of the map which you typically i don't think could get to and i'm such a doofus that i stayed in for the entire match and i was like dude what the fuck this sucks man (laughs) but i never once thought that they might be cheating i was like guess i'm just bad yeah i definitely tend to blame myself for these things right there's also the other perspective which isn't either it isn't any more healthy which is like not everybody's cheating you know you you no longer have trust and it's just like oh this game is awful just full of cheaters i just lost because they're cheating everybody's cheating yeah yeah yeah, you become like a John in Super Smash Melee. Yeah, just oh, wow. blaming yeah, I haven't everything. heard that term. <laughs> the other thing about Battle Royale games, too, I, maybe this is just me, but it feels like every match, there's always like this startup process. You have to jump out of whatever, the bus, the plane. Mm-hmm. You got to parachute in. You're gathering up your shit. So you've already invested a few minutes into this. And then to just get knocked out immediately it's just like fuck off i i want to go play something else no brian that's fun that's why we like that's (laughs) why we play battle royale games that's a fun thing to do you spend 20 minutes picking up wood (laughs) to to play the contrarian here though like you that is part of the strategy of the game is that if you if you don't want to you know do go through the whole process of starting a match and just to immediately die then you land somewhere that is not going to be very heavily populated but if you're really good at the game and you want to just like dive into you know straight into the fire um you have that option too so i think it's well, no, i know i know that i'm just to speak <laughs> on my experience which is hey as the as the most games. experienced uh fortnite player here <laughs> oh boy you're gonna pick that title <laughs> Uh, no, I'm I'm uh, I'm still proud of my my recovery. I should be getting my six month token any any day now. Yeah, <laughs> well, Tim Sweeney is your sponsor, which is definitely some there's some a little conflict suspect. of interest there. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. a little. <laughs> I mean, I definitely. I also, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not at this point in my life anymore. I don't like multiplayer games as much, or at least stuff like this. I, I you know, I, I just like a nice single player game, or if I'm playing like locally with friends, 
that's different. But but so much of just playing other people online. Although I play Hearthstone, so I guess that's multiplayer. But you can't aim bot somebody in Hearthstone. Um, Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of the tactics in Hearthstone might as well be cheating. Honestly, there's some really really nasty stuff in there. You just get one turn and then you're just getting dusted. <laughs> like when they play Exodia. Or whatever. I don't even know what the, Brian. What's the meta <laughs> now? What's the cheap? The cheap stuff. Uh, there's uh, I'm ranked two right now. There's just a lot of like aggro hunters, and then sort of uh, I don't. I could get deep in the weeds. I won't. <laughs> uh, well, we have a big we have a big new meta shift coming up. There's going to be the latest expansion. There's going to be a new class. Uh, uh-huh. Demon Hunter. It's going to be very exciting. So yeah. I like, but I like card games because I don't. I don't need Twitch reflexes to play a card game. My old fingers can click the buttons just as slow as they want to. I've I've been uh, playing a lot of Slay the Spire. Like right before, I that. love Slay uh, the Spire. Nice. Slay yeah. the Spire is so so good, and I love that it's on Switch because like sitting at a computer to play a card game to me isn't. It just I don't know. It feels off. But like laying in bed with, the, with on the handheld and just kind of playing a few matches, it's oh, it's perfect. They did a oh, nice whoops. job with that spit with that switch port too. I think it, it. Oh yeah, it runs fantastically. Yeah, a lot of those PC ports sometimes the control scheme gets messed up, but uh, mm-hmm. they did a great job. I'd uh, I, a guy who I know has been telling me about Slay the Spire for at least a year and a half, and it, yeah, it finally came to the Switch, and I love it. Yeah, there's a there's there's a, also a for anyone that's interested at all there's a uh, iOS game it might be on Android as well called Meteor Fall. It's just like a couple bucks. That's the best mobile card game I've ever played, and it, you play one card at a time, and you it's basically like you play it, you control it like Tinder. Like you either swipe a card left or right to decide if you want to like put it away and pocket more like action points or play it. I've heard about that. It's very good. I got Omar playing it, uh, and he was he what's was it called? It. Meteor Fall. Meteorfall. Yeah, highly recommended. It's very good. <laughs> I got a suggested um, app. This is not even a video game thing, but hey, you know we can be a, a life and culture podcast, can't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a use this to choose what to watch, and I was like, well, there's a lot to watch. I don't know what to watch, so I downloaded it. It was like pick ten things you like. I was like, oh, cool. Maybe it's like algorithmically, algorithmically driven. And then I went in, and it's literally just the Tinder thing, where it's like, do you want to watch this? And I was like. Uh, no, and then it just gave me nothing. It's like you no. want to watch this. I'm like, this sucks. Not everything has to be Tinder. Something that already makes me feel bad and have a low self esteem if I re-download it. So I'm like, why would I want to equate that to like, I don't know. It's just like it's nice to hear somebody's using it to make a good game. But like, I hate when there's like one popular app and then every other industry is like, well, now we're gonna use this. Yes. This, this logic yeah. or or yeah a mechanic that kind of takes off like the swiping tender thing mm-hmm. and then like oh everyone's gonna I guess, uh, sort of I incorporate guess that's just that. what we're doing now um all right let's move on to the next one i actually didn't put this in the story rundown but animal crossing we talked about it this week mm-hmm. people are mad people love the game but people are also mad at it uh it's it's doing great in japan it's like the number one switch release over there the UK, it's topping the charts. It sold more than all the other Animal Crossings combined over there. We don't have U.S. numbers, but you can assume it's done a lot. It's ninety percent of Twitter for the last three days has been people yeah, talking about Animal Crossing. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Just look at yeah. Twitter, and you can tell like it's all Animal yeah. Crossing. Animal Crossing memes are doing numbers. Let me tell you. 
yeah if you get a fire ass animal crossing tweet just uh watch those likes and retweets roll oh in my baby God, yeah. i popped off three in one day and it supplemented enough <laughs> dopamine for any human interaction i could ever have. <laughs> <laughs> so catch me on the web this is a side note but twitter seems way more active during the coronavirus oh like people are on oh, twitter yeah. a lot instagram definitely too uh, yeah, I don't know if if you if you frequent the Instagram stories at all, Brian. But there's a, I'm a little troubled by how quickly we're burning through memes and fads that everyone's passing around. It's like, all right, here's we're all going to use this filter now, and then like everybody across the website uses it, and it's like, all right, now we're all going to draw a carrot. <laughs> it's just like so quickly. It's been <laughs> one week, and I feel like we've been through two months worth of inter- of social media fads. I'm like, people, slow down. We're going to have to spend a lot of time yeah. on here. Yeah, we need to pace ourselves. Yeah, here, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's do one thing for a few days. Yeah, it went it went fast before, but it is really, it is blindingly fast now. It's like, you're right, like an hour and something's already old. <laughs> yeah, it's like a social media Petri dish of just like where the bacteria is just growing uncontrollably. Yeah, except it, it dies immediately, but also spawns four or more. <laughs> I, I feel like the only industries that haven't gotten wiped out in the coronavirus are um, internet video. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I don't know. We uh, our our views still seem to be shitty, but whatever. Podcasts like we're doing right now, um, and people's OnlyFans accounts. <laughs> I've been getting a lot more OnlyFans traffic, or it seems like people want me to subscribe more and more. Sure, oh, I yeah. thought you you were getting traffic to your OnlyFans. Oh no, no, it's 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 pretty stable. It's a wasteland over there. <laughs> yeah, a sexy one. Turns out people don't want to see a dad on a uh, seven-year-old webcam. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> oh man, just missed the dad bod craze. Remember when news stations yeah. were talking about hashtag dad bod? Yeah, yeah. there was what the picture cool, of Leo getting out of time. the getting out of the ocean, and he was just like all flabby, and they were like, "That is the peak." of middle-aged physique. Let's go, the dad bod. But to yeah, you, or like they were saying Leonardo DiCaprio had a dad bod. I'm like, you mean the little twink from Titanic? No, that's not a dad bod. This is a dad bod. <laughs> I just you ripped body, my clothes you body off. Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, animal. Yes, crossing. animal. Yeah, so animal the, a certain subsection of the fan base is pissed at Animal Crossing, and honestly. I get it because the multiplayer, if you're sharing the switch with other people, the the number two account or or the number three or four, however many people you have playing, there is a lot less features than the first person who gets to go and sort of set up the island and be king of the island. Everybody else is just kind of a resource gatherer, though. Yeah, it's yeah, I mean, weird. It sucks. seems like follow the second uh, player two philosophy of a lot of Nintendo games, but that doesn't make any sense. Because the player Wait, you didn't always have there fun controlling the cursor in Mario Galaxy. <laughs> well, that was great. That's so basically what that. they're doing. Yes, pretty much. Yeah, I don't know. It feels like every half the things Nintendo does are so ass backwards. Even just like like, well, okay, why do I have to have Blathers assess the fossils, then come back out of that, and then start a new oh, dialogue God, thing I where I have him take them? It do- it doesn't make any oh, sense. Oh God, that part. Yeah, <laughs> that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that game is like the, it's like the critical score. We talked about this on the daily. I think that's like the critical score is great, but then the audience score is where things start to get a little dicey. 6.3 out of 10 yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's for, and it's, I mean, Animal Crossing is a fantastic game. Don't get me wrong, but like it, it, there's a lot of hiccups and there's a lot of things that it does very poorly and like not, it's not even just limited to the, to the multiplayer. Like I, I have been trying to not be a time skipper. 
but um, I don't know if you all saw that Eddie Burback tweet that was like, uh, people who play Animal Crossing that aren't doing the time skipping, and it was like, wow, I had that was a great 30 minutes of gameplay. All right, only 14 more hours until the museum opens. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, because the fishing and the whatever lasts long enough, I guess. But, but man, like the, you really like very quickly run into walls of like, okay, like that's really all you can accomplish during this playset. Yeah, I've hit all. I've hit all the rocks. I I can hit. I've. Um, I'm out of nook miles. I can't go to a new island anymore. I uh, yeah. You can fish. You can definitely fish or like kind of putter fish. around your house. But that's also kind of the way Animal Crossing was made. You know, to mm-hmm. not sort of binge it for hours and hours every day. But I agree, that's it does cool. get frustrating. I am. Um, sorry, you go ahead, Evan. Uh, it's probably like uh, I don't know. I feel like this kind of happens with certain games. Maybe Dota comes to mind, but it's not like the best comparison. But there's a weird like love hate relationship, like very strong, loyal kind of almost fanatic fan bases for some of these games, and then just this kind of ire from them of like I'm on hour five thousand of Animal Crossing, and I hate this game, but also I'm on hour five thousand. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. But they've already got my money and all my hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've beaten the game for all intents and purposes. Uh, <laughs> I'm just mad at the end game. I, uh, I've actually run into a bug that's come up a few times that's just been really frustrating. Is I can't plant fr- I can't plant trees like fruit trees. It'll just have the option to what? drop no matter where I am in relation oh. to the hole, and huh. I have to restart the game. Um, and it happened twice in a row last night where like I tried I dug all these holes to plant three different things. And then I could only I planted one row of cherries, and then when I switched fruit, I couldn't plant any of it. I had to restart the holes despawned, so I had to go rethig them, planted the, those, and then I switched fruit to a different thing, and then it once again started doing it, so I had to restart the game again. So I, I don't know what's up with that. Although I found a really good way around the time constraints, uh, where it's like there's nothing else to do, and that is uh, Far Cry Five is fifteen dollars on Steam, <laughs> so uh, so I do my animal crossing for the day and then i just fuck around in a different game and it works it's definitely a game that you can play while you're playing other games if, if yeah, you want to be like that or watching a show it's a perfect tv show game mm-hmm. um but the but in animal crossing's defense the beauty of animal crossing is that it gives you a little bit every single day so like your house might be done or you can still we're, and i think we're all still at the point where if you want to pay off your house debt to tom nook and get the next expansion you can do that so that stuff is fun but i i know what zach's saying because i've definitely hit that where it's like okay i've pretty much functionally done everything i need to do today but i still want to play but there's not that much to do yeah i mean there's also the very like the intentional it feels like it sorry let me say that again it it feels like it's very intentional the way that they kind of portion things out to you so like you can't mass pick up things like you have to if you knock eight things out of a rock you have to pick up each one individually but i think that does make each thing feel kind of special. Like it's, so when you do uh, find like that piece of iron, if you you get iron iron ore, yeah, Mm -hmm. you're like, Oh fuck shit. And, and so it's, it's not like it become, it makes everything like just really mundane little stuff feel, um, feel like impactful. And, and I think that like, you kind of need that loop to have a game like animal crossing. That's designed to, like you said, kind of be picked up as like a, it's it's like a Tabagachi or something, you know, you check into it, Maybe a few times a day, and then you go back to playing something else. Yes, that's a good that's a good comparison. It's like rationing, which is 
mm-hmm. maybe an Super apropos fun. comparison in this age we live in. Yeah, well, it feels like, I don't know, for, and I like the game, but maybe I just haven't played an Animal Crossing in a long time, like so many people, but it feels like I'm constantly running against, like, running into the wind, I guess, where it's just like, all right, I got to go through this, and I press the wrong thing with the dodo, so I got to go through a whole bunch of dialogue options and it's just like everything feels like it takes so long like it does make me miss like uh stardew sometimes where i could just like speed through something and then i just get right back to what i was doing Uh, i know that's like the game and it's part of the mundanity and the pacing but also it's like sometimes i'm like okay let's go (laughs) i just found out that you could run like yesterday by the way that's a game changer and the it is a game changer. A and whole the, uh, new world. There's just like some really weird, obtuse, like off-putting choices. Like the the fact that the weapon, what weapon, the tool wheel works differently than than like any sort of like wheel mechanic in most games, where you hold it down and then use the right stick to select it. Like you you push up on the on the D pad and then use the movement stick, the left stick, to then select what you want. So you you can't like yeah choose change your tool while you're in motion to something like it's a i don't know it's just these weird little hiccups that it's, it's not it doesn't you know detract from my love for the game but it's just like why are these weird fucking obtuse choices it which, um i guess we didn't even really talk about the sorry the player two thing which was all, <laughs> all related right i the haven't i haven't yeah. really well i haven't been sharing my switch uh my kids have been playing on us on us excuse me i have to sneeze <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Whoa. Got to go wash my hands for 20 seconds now. Um, I feel like I need to wash my ears. So I have a Switch Lite, but my kids play on the main Switch, and so they're they're playing it, uh, and they get their own island because it's a different Switch, but they do not like having to share an island with each other. So they did get <laughs> they did get mad about that because they are used to they have been going for the last three months. Uh, through a major Stardew Valley craze. And so they're used to getting like their own file, their own, um, you know, farm, everything like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, I definitely wouldn't have wanted to share with my siblings in this capacity. Uh, Like my sister and I would share a DS to play it, but we each had our own towns from what I remember. Right. Or maybe I'm wrong. I don't remember. Actually, I don't know. I feel like it may, maybe it was, I don't know. We had different, things going on we had like different fruits and towns because i remember we could sell them back and forth to each other but like it's just like from like top to bottom the whole fact that like the one island per switch and that you can't you can't transfer save still right they said something about an alternative way of yeah it, like it's yeah you can't play your switch light save on the tv right you just can't I, th- I think that's right. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to move it over to the other console. So, yeah, it's just a bummer. Nintendo, yeah, just has some weird anachronistic things like that, that they're just like, yeah, well, this is just the way it is. Sorry. Where else are you going to get it? Yeah, like, well, I mean, you can get another Switch, I guess, if you want. Please Live under my no. draconian rules or get the fuck out of my ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it'd be, it'd be a shame if you had to buy a Switch for everyone in the family. Right. Yeah, it'd be a shame if we. Redful. It'd be a shame if we made a console in 2020 have uh, voice chat. <laughs> Remember the original a fucking app. Where you had to like plug your phone in and then plug your phone yeah. into the switch <laughs> itself too, and then you had like this so mess of wires dumb. coming off of it. 
Yeah. Thank God for Discord. I I remember still the old, like, Game Boy Advance days, like, before it had a light built in. And so you could buy these third-party lights on top of these kits that... Those worms. Yeah, yeah, it made it look like a goddamn microscope or something. It was so unwieldy. Oh, like the magnifying light? Yeah. It's like a whole mount. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like like a Gundam. (laughs) It did look like a Gundam. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so it's, I I don't want to talk too much trash about Animal Crossing because I think the game is really good and I think it probably is uh, the strongest entry in the franchise and I I think I played most of them, but it... (sighs) Times change, and Nintendo is so slow to adapt to the times, especially when it comes to like things like sharing and things like that. Anything sort of online or multiplayer, they're never great about, and that is definitely continuing. Oh, like how it stops every single thing happening on the islands when somebody arrives in multiplayer? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's... Okay, they're here. <laughs> Understood. I, I, do, I do like the... Uh, ability for you to do there was that tweet that went out where the, the girlfriend was flying to her boyfriend's island and he he uh, wrote out the word whore on an easel and left it in front of the airport so like as the plane is flying over <laughs> she just it's like now entering your significant other's island and it's just them waving doing like the look up at the camera saying whore That's i thought that was funny, funny. Right, never mind. i take it all back yeah that makes it good <laughs> It is good. It is good to echo what Brian said. Like, I do like this game, and it is the perfect game for these times, and the perfect yes. game to have come out so, uh, alongside Doom. It's like great to just catch up with people whether they're playing it, whether they're playing it or not. If we're all in a Discord server, and to just be idly digging holes and fishing and selling things and redesigning my house, like it's it's very good. It is very very relaxing just to not have that much to do as opposed to to compare it or contrast it to Stardew whereas Stardew is always very limiting you on how much uh, daylight you have left and you got to get home and you got to oh, get so to bed. Quick. Animal Crossing's not like that at all. You can you can just relax. It's just tracking the real world clock, so it's yeah, um, I, yeah. and I like that about it. you can just dig up the beach or what. I, I've just been basically making my front yard look as white trash as possible. It's great. <laughs> it's you really impressive. Actually, I got yeah, tires. Yeah. I've got a washing machine out front now, <laughs> and like a kitty slide and a lawn chair. It's great. Wow, that's awesome! You need a shopping cart now that's filled with weeds. Yes. It's totally grown over. A car yeah, up yeah. on blocks in the front yard. Yeah. <laughs> a pit bull. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, that would be funny. So, yeah, I uh, let's move on. But I think we've, we've hit that topic enough. Um, Half-Life Alex. speaking of new releases, it's out. Very good. Yeah. It got a... I haven't gotten the chance to play it. But, man, these reviews. It's got a 92 on Metacritic. Very solid. Um, it's it, it's been called sort of the VR system seller. I think that might be right. If if anything can do it, a franchise like Half Life can, especially since it's exclusive. Valve has said they expect somebody to mod it to where you can play it, just uh, you know, in non VR. But I I, I think that's probably going to take away something because it's so clearly built for VR. Yeah, I mean, I've personally walked off the ledge of buying a VR headset maybe like three to- three different times this week of just looking at 
uh, videos of people playing that game and just getting hyped on it. And yeah, like I don't have a VR headset, but I've gotten close and just really almost pulled the trigger, but slowly, slowly, slowly backed away just because it looks so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate that it makes me want to buy a VR headset. Yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to do that. It's for sure. Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, yeah, it's it it's so different from buying just another console because <laughs> VR, I feel like, requires a greater level of commitment. Yeah, yeah it's it, space aside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, it was about, like, you kind of come down two sides of it, right? It's like, well, do you get an index that's really expensive, you know, yeah. you're looking at a thousand bucks or whatever, and, and play it like the way it was, quote unquote, meant to be played or whatever, or do you just go for the low end, get the quest, and kind of just be able to experience it, right? And, and understand what it is. And How much is the quest? Is it is it playable on quest? Yes, it is, but um, it's... I can't... Wait, the quest is... is The hardware is just the headset. I mean, I yeah, feel like Yeah, so it would, for the quest, you yeah, actually get a... Too. You get, um, like, a USB cable that, that you can connect to your PC, and it allows it to, to play... Uh, half-life alex that way oh okay but you you can't just like play it off of the the headset like okay yeah so it it allows you to to kind of like dock the headset to your pc or whatever to help out with that extra that's that's interesting because i've i've almost uh bought a quest a couple times now too just because it is it is so like entry-level friendly um and man that thing is is really cool like the no wires Mm. feels and I've, i've used it at a friend's house a few times and it's a very cool feeling to play super hot with no wires attached and like really be getting your getting your full Keanu Reeves Matrix moves in. Yeah, you guys are sure. killing me right now. I'm on the Best Buy page for it. Oh fuck! <laughs> it's I shouldn't four hundred dollars or something. It should, it's five hundred. Okay. Shouldn't have been on the, the Quest. Yeah. I, did the <laughs> right? price go up? I swear. Yeah, it was this is less what I was that. doing. The Might other have day. been on sale. I don't yeah. know. I just bought that e-bike and now i'm not even supposed to go anywhere so (laughs) investment connor awesome (laughs) just bike six feet away from everyone you'll be fine but yeah it did go for a bike ride it looks great and i feel almost like a little bit irresponsible not having a take on it given that we do work on a youtube channel about video games and all that um yeah but we don't make vr money yeah it's um Oh wow! Now I'm looking at v- PC backpacks. So I'm guessing you can just wear your rig. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god! All right. I, I think I'm, yeah, I'll spend six grand. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, John's played it. He he seems to really like it. And I saw Bruce talking a lot about it. And Autumn used Bruce has an index, so Autumn played on his, and she said it's really cool. And it, I saw um, a great video of Lawrence <laughs> playing it in the middle of his his living room. Uh, that Stephanie took, which I I enjoyed watching. Yeah, the problem yeah, is because he's play, in right? shorts. <laughs> the problem is <laughs> no one can look cool playing VR. It should not be witnessed by anyone else. No, that's kind of my concern. Is I don't want anyone to see me. Right. <laughs> I mean, I already feel that way. Yeah, just even without uh, being in VR. But yeah, maybe Idris Elba could pull it off. I don't know. Oh man, I hope he's doing okay. Yeah, same. I don't know. It it um. I, I'm like I said, people have already said that it'll get ported over or not ported over, but modded to play in the just a regular PC. But I've also heard from people that if you take away the VR, it, it loses a lot of what makes it special. I mean, just the, the controls and things that's that's clearly a huge part of what Valve wanted to accomplish with this and kind of move the technology forward. They're clearly trying to push VR into the mainstream. I, I still don't see 
just it hitting some critical mass though where everybody has a vr rig in their house though it still seems like enthusiast territory yep yep yeah it's still way too prohibitive for for entry-level stuff it's such an investment sorry zach uh the the thing that almost got me was that yeah there's half-life alex but now there is starting to be a little bit of a library uh, with Boneworks and Beat Saber, and uh, oh, I have heard Boneworks is very, very cool. Right, yeah, and Moss, and there's like a couple other Boneworks. games that seem really, really like the library is getting there. So I Telt think, Brush, yeah, oh Telt Brush, right. So I think yeah. maybe one or two more generations of headsets where they really like clean those things up. They get rid of the motion sickness. The profiles maybe like a little less cumbersome or whatever. Um, maybe that's it. And, and that's my other hesitation uh, in terms of index. I don't follow the VR scene enough, but. You know, what if there's Index 2 is coming or whatever, and, like, do I want to spend $1,000 on the first one if the other one's only, like, six months away or something? I doubt it is, but, you know, it's hard to tell. with Tech moves so yeah. fast now. It's not modular at all. You're buying the package. Yep. Oh, yeah, I remember uh, Adam Kovic telling a story on, like, a podcast or a gameplay once years ago that he put on a headset, and then it wasn't calibrated correctly. So when he looked down with his head... The camera looked up, and he said he almost passed out and barfed at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds horrible. It's just the inverse controls or something. Yeah, geez, that sounds awful. One of the very few times I played VR was, I think it was Resident Evil 7. And it was cool, but I definitely got motion sickness after taking it off. And, you know, I was, like, sweating. And, oh, ugh. no, that game is it nauseating. Was, it was felt like I had a low-grade fever when I was playing that for the first time. Like, it is so disorienting. And it's also compound that with just being, you know, scared. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. Not a good feeling. No, it sounds pretty maybe claustrophobic and stressful and anxiety-inducing. All the things I want a game to be. I think I played PSVR at the first E3 it was at. And I think they were showing, was it like, Eve Valkyrie or something like that? It's like a flight sim. Yeah, and I was chasing an enemy fighter, and uh, like ended up doing like six flips or something. I was like, "Oh, I should probably stop doing this because I'm about to get real sick." But I was surprised right. that it like took took me that long to like. I, I felt kind of lucky, but yeah, I, after I took it off, I was like a little bit woozy. But I know like there's different tolerances and stuff for it, right? Uh, I'm sure some other games would probably make me like super motion sick, but for some reason that one was okay. I don't know. We will see. I, I'm. This is one of those games where if if it's around, if somebody has it set up in the office, I will definitely play it. It's it's not going to sell VR. The other thing about VR is I feel like you need your own room for it, unless you just yeah. want to take it uh, take it apart and put it back together every time. Maybe that's just me being an old person. I've certainly had that accused before. What? Never. I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to bother Omar until he lets us b- uh, put a setup in the studio. There you go. And then people gonna, can just play it. I'm going to yeah. make him think it was his idea. So oh, exactly. Bother, him until, yeah. bother but, him until he makes us make. That's how you manipulate a boss. Yeah. Let's go to questions, guys. From from the audience, we love y'all. Thank you again for responding. Uh, I like this section a lot. So first one from Huxy Flynn, kind of a coronavirus question. How are you liking or not liking shooting your daily shows at home other than enjoying the fact that you are practicing social distancing like a good Samaritan? I kind of have to take myself out of this because I kind of work remotely all the time considering I'm in Austin and most of the rest of you are in LA. So, um, it's city of lights. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's a little weird working from home just because kids and stuff. But, uh, other than that, it's, it's kind of normal for me. 
Uh, for those of us who are not normal, first of all, hello, Flynn. Uh, she's been very active in our yes. streams and stuff. So good to, good to hear from Super fan. Even a Super platform. IG fan. <laughs> um, it's, uh, I, as for the show itself, the technical difficulties have been really irritating. Um, so I'm not a huge fan of it. Obviously, we're making lemonade, but uh, technical difficulties aside, I miss like seeing everyone. Um, which is, you know, it's only been a week and it's already like Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is how long is this gonna go for? Yeah. Um, that said, it's a it's still a fun show and it's been interesting to watch it take shape uh, in its current iteration as being shot from home. It it does have a more like chill vibe like we're all hanging out like on a skype call or something and it's 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 cool being able to preserve the comedy as well uh which i think as we've as we've done each episode we've gotten better at being able to read each other over this platform yeah that's the hardest thing to do is to know when to kind of jump in and and make a joke because you know that at least in my case you know i know that you and patrick might be doing something and it's like i don't want to step on that but i also if i think of something i want to jump in so it's tough so welcome to my world baby (laughs) (laughs) oh man evan actually listen evan you told me right you was you called into something while we were in the studio and you said you felt how disorienting it was to be brian in the laptop oh yeah it's super disorienting it's it's weird (laughs) in that laptop let me tell you uh, I mean, it's the absolute chaos that's unfolding. Even when I'm reading at the table <laughs> live in person, there's there's like there's like a, a pit between that table and then uh, Connor, you and you and Patrick and, and Autumn, where it is just like I watch it unfold from like this safe distance. <laughs> yeah, you know, you can hear you can hear him moving. You can hear Connor and Patrick moving around, and you know they're doing a bit, but you don't know if it's a bit just for them or a bit that you might need to cut into your video later. So you can always know we're doing a bit. Yeah, totally. So that too, part. right? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, the technical difficulties have been interesting. Every day it's something new. I think Patrick's been sending me audio files to to treat because you know, just because of weird stuff with our software and license, licensing because we've like so quickly just transitioned to this like from home show. But yeah, it's still a lot of fun. Uh and it's still like I think that the episodes are still super strong. So you know, it's it's it'll get better. I think it, it, the technical stuff always tends to straighten itself out. So, you know, if if you're bummed out by it or whatever, just kind of stick with it and and see where we go. And we'll, we'll probably come up with some really cool ideas and really cool content uh, to share with you. You don't also, you don't just, know that, dude. You don't don't yeah, or don't not. Se- yeah or not or we could just you we know could settle for what we have. We could slack through it like that. we've always done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bad lazy boys of Rooster Teeth. I have confidence in myself. Um, but and also yeah it was super uh interesting to see all the concerning people because we shot the one video you're talking about connor we shot that weekend video i think on a wednesday or something before the the ruling for the yeah uh, just over a week home. ago yeah and uh everyone was super concerned like you guys aren't social distancing and I, like jumped in the comments and told a couple people like yeah this was shot earlier in the week we're all work from home now you know so thanks for worrying about us everybody that's super cool don't worry about me i, I work best alone Loose cannon. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I feel like the rules. I'm just gonna take my badge and my gun. It's gonna be so cool. Yeah. You're nothing without your five o'clock shadow. All right, next question from this is an interesting one from Kirk Devine. What can we do as an audience to help you all during this outbreak to keep everyone sane? 
That's a good question. Oh. I don't know if there is anything I mean, you can do. Watch the videos, I guess, and share them because if our views are up, that makes us all happier. So just to be quite honest with you. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the, it's kind of like rains. Nothing's really changed as far as the best way to, to support IG uh, despite the quarantine. It's still just, you know, watch our content, interact with our shows. And we've been really appreciating how um, down you guys are to be on the live, you know, come talk on the live streams we've been doing. And we really appreciate you guys being willing to come over to RT and watch our, our live streams that uh, just started there. So those are those are all just like you guys being flexible and being. Uh, like really amenable to like these weird hoops we have to jump through right now in this weird time is really it's really nice and support our sponsors support our sponsors express vpn baby <laughs> yes shave yeah. your balls with a lawnmower 3.0 and nothing lower and if you need to send something feel free to use a free digital scale and a free trial from stamps.com <laughs> uh also to go off of zach saying rooster teeth uh streams make a rooster teeth account because we are gonna we already as the as of the time of this release, have already started streaming there. Uh, if you want to chat with us, you can have one of those. It's free, not just for first members. Get on roosterteeth.com. Lots of good content there. And tweet at Rooster Teeth how much you love us. They they will love that. <laughs> yeah, let them know. Oh no, <laughs> I don't know if they will. You can also help. You can also help our sanity by like doing your part uh, during this time to like be be a good contributing member of society by staying home because there's nothing more contributing to my insanity right now than just seeing people still yes. out like partying and stuff just like jesus christ like there's that that recent quote from the uh, teen or the the guy from florida who was out out there on spring break and he got sick and now he's like quote i regret going partying during coronavirus <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yep that'll happen <laughs> Yeah, it turns out your actions have consequences. Yeah, fucking wild. Um, this next up from Mooglebots. If you could bring back any old game system as a mini version, which would you choose? I would go with GameCube. I loved that damn purple box. Yep. Game- GameCube is a great yep. choice. Yep. Yep, yeah. same yeah. for me. I'd probably go with that. <laughs> We're all agreed. All right, great. Yeah, no. <laughs> I Dang mean, to, for the specific games, I don't know about y'all, I'd say for GameCube, I'd say Mario Sunshine, Wind Waker, and pikmin 2 pikmin for me i just yeah i for me i guess it's like there's uh there was a way to play gamecube games for a long time on the wii and even i think the wii U, maybe the backwards compatibility in there my memory is failing me but but yeah i think like that playstation one was kind of okay i think maybe if there was something that had both the PlayStation one and PlayStation two library on it, like both of those libraries on it would be like unstoppable or really, really cool. Also the, the, the PlayStation two just kind of look cool. That slim version is pretty fancy. I mean, yeah, like it's hard as hell to play. Like you can pretty easily emulate GameCube stuff uh, as long as you own it and bought that. Um, But like, man, even here in the year 2020 PS two emulation is is really kind of hard for, for most setups. And so having, you know, if there was like a little miniature PS2 that could could play ideally more than three games, but that'd be great to have to have like access to do that because it's kind of because you Connor, you just bought a PS2, right? Like not very long ago. I got one at the Goodwill. Uh, PS2 nice. Slim came with a memory card and two controllers. It's forty bucks. I don't have any games yet, but I had to jump <laughs> on that. Looks. Like I haven't also. I also haven't plugged it in yet. Um, oh, so, so stay it tuned. might not work. Yeah. Yeah, but I took a lot of cool pictures of it because the uh, design of the case is so neat that I uh, had a whole shoot, and I'm going to post more of those on my Instagram. So I think I've gotten $40 worth of 
a value out of it, if you ask me. Yeah. Does anyone want to ask me? Uh, do you feel as though you yes. got $40 worth of value out of it? Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I I also feel this is a retro thing, and this might be available, I, I but I haven't seen it or don't know about it. But the old Sega Master System, I would love a mini version of that uh, because I have lots of great memories of like Alex Kidd, Altered Beast, Golden Axe, Fantasy Star, R Type. There, the, it just had some really solid games. It would it would be fun to. It's it's basically the same age as the old NES, but. Um, it, it was never as popular, but there was some great stuff on there. Mm. Back when we were all twinkles in our father's there eyes. Go. There's something real, well, like grungy and, and satisfying about the way that that system sounds as well. Like I really like uh, the Genesis too, but but yeah, Master System for sure. It's like really particular game sounds. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, uh, but yeah, I think we all agree the GameCube is a great choice. Um, okay, this is uh, another good question from Rob Alexander. When there is no news to report on, what then? Great question, <laughs> Rob. You know what? Yeah, we do. The job is done. We can go sleep. Yeah, we do the best we can. That's the answer. We fade away. <laughs> we like should Marty McFly in the picture. I, I, there was one, this was, I think this went back to the no days, but there was just nothing going on. And Ashley suggested that we do an obit for Luigi, just like a memoriam, because there was some meme going around that he had died or so. I think it might've been in one of the smash videos or yeah, something. What's the smash trailer? Yeah. We, we did a, a memorial for Luigi and it did great. Like people loved it. Wow, so I hope when, when the stories run out for us that we're treated with the same reception. <laughs> we, we've, we have deviated from the path in the past, and it does not always go well. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's the thing. It's like it, it just goes to show how you never really know, because there's there have been stories uh, that I've put like a lot of time and effort in, and, and uh, oh my god, like the StarCraft II story that don't do that great, and then you do some off-the-cuff thing that just does gangbusters, so who knows? I don't know. I certainly don't. But we're going to keep making videos because we are good at pulling things out of our ass sounds flippant and that's right. <laughs> doesn't really do service to the way we can make videos, especially the way Brian can write scripts when it seems like nothing's going on. So we, there's always something to make a video about. May not seem like it, but that's why. Yeah, you know what we do? Yeah, Lower our surprised. standards. <laughs> <laughs> And wait for a new video game release. Just shelter in place until Cyberpunk. Next up from Noah Wheeler. Do you think due to the virus, games will be either delayed further or... Wait. Do you think due to the virus, games will either be delayed further or delayed? The main one that comes to mind is Cyberpunk. Yes, I do. I, I, I do think <laughs> that that's going to happen. That We, we haven't even hit yeah. the peak of this yet, especially in the States. So... Um, it, it's such a weird time right now where we haven't hit that bottom. So yeah, I think a lot of stuff's going to get delayed. Yeah. I think that's just an easy question to answer with a Yes, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Right. It, it, it's going to be across the board too. Not just games, but hardware as well. I don't think that these consoles are, they likely won't come out holiday season is, is my guess, but we'll see. I do you think they would defer until the next holiday season? No, or no. Do you think they would want to immediately like go for a spring release or a summer release i mean i guess it depends on how bad things are where all the components and stuff are being manufactured how long we'll have to wait um but 
yeah, I would assume that things will just get real weird and somebody will release uh, their console in, a, in a, an unusual time for like when consoles are usually announced, which is holiday seasons, right? But yeah, I, I guess if things are bad enough, Connor, yeah, probably we could see it in another year, but that would be so heartbreaking. Well, that's, that's also... Who's opening? Yeah, what is that? I think Brian thought he was muted. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Maybe it was me. Yeah, I mean, like, it's the, the great irony about this, too, is that right now, um, there's, like, a dearth of games to be played. We just got Doom and Animal Crossing and uh, Half-Life Alex, and that's all... It's like, oh, perfect timing. Uh, we're all indoors anyways. But there, there will be a, a nexus point where the virus has screwed up the production of games so much that... I, I worry about, you know, if this thing goes on from, let God forbid, you know, nine months, like some people quote, uh, just new games won't be hitting because literally there's no way to get people, you know, get like the shipping lanes in, in, in order enough to get games out there. Right. Yeah. I think by later this year, I think there there's a big possibility that we could be looking at just a, a, a big gap of no releases at all because of that. Because right now, uh, games like Cyberpunk, where you would imagine they would be all hands on deck, um, just m- maybe that's not going to happen. And obvi- and it shouldn't, because people's health should come first. But, uh, you know, uh, all the way to the new consoles, I, I don't know if it's even a guarantee that we're going to get the PS5 and the Xbox Series X this year or or very limited supply. So I, I think it's going to push things back just like it's pushing everything else back quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, if the, yeah, if totally. the iPhone is being talked about as yeah. <laughs> potentially not happening in the, in the same capacity, then I think that kind of is a really good weather vane for the entire like hardware industry as a whole. So And they've had no problem killing people to make those things. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Next oh. question: Do you try? Do you time travel in Animal Crossing or nah? Thoughts on people who do slash don't. I have in the cheaters. Pa- I oh. have in the past. It feels like cheating, and it feels like my island is never the same. Like I've messed with the space time continuum a little bit, oh, so yeah. I don't do it the anymore. Asunder. Yeah unstable you just have things popping in from different time periods exactly <laughs> yeah tommy nook got his head caved in by a grandfather <laughs> clock that just popped out of the sky one day it's like that old simpsons uh, treehouse of horror where homer gets that toaster that can travel back in time yeah. and he just like screws up everything that's exactly how it feels like i only did it the first day so we could get multiplayer happening on stream um and then after that i set it back a day because I didn't want my switch clock to be wrong because I because you can do that but like I don't know I've I have so many other games to get to that I haven't really been looking for ways to cheat to get more content I'm just like yeah you know what I've got endless amounts of time right now I don't care if people do it though I mean do we want (laughs) it's it's your game (laughs) yeah yeah, I, I, we, I mean we talked about yeah I mean we talked about this a little in the Animal Crossing section earlier but like I, I've played around with it a little bit, uh, if only just so I can extend like a, like a play session. Um, but but also like I tried, I didn't last very long. But for like a like a twenty four hour period, I I set my switch clock to be twelve hours ahead, um, so that when I because normally like the only time I was getting a chance to play anything is you know after work when it's evening time and I was sick of mm. being only on my island at nighttime. I wanted to see some of that beautiful desert island beach sun. Uh, so I 
changed it to be 12 hours forward so that way when i got on at, at night it was like oh cool like i can actually play this in the daytime and you know i'm getting on at 8 and 8 p.m and tom looks like hey welcome to the 8 a.m announcements let's get the day going i was like okay that's, this feels like a, a nice break so that's kind of the most time i've done it um moving on this is a good one from joe rock do you feel that making fun of games can deter people from playing something they may actually like for example, I really enjoy Fallout 76, but I almost didn't play it because people love to dunk on it so much. That's a good point, and I hadn't thought about that. because That's a very good question. Yeah, because there are games like that, and, and Anthem, we may have done a video or two about Anthem and its <laughs> troubles. But before that, you know, No Man's Sky uh, was, a, was a huge disaster. Um, so yeah, I, I do think there's a danger. Um, uh I, I guess what I would say is make up your own mind. And if somebody, if, if you think it's a game you might like, take the plunge. Uh, the the good thing, though, uh, if a game is kind of a mess at first, like uh, No Man's Sky or Anthem or Fallout 76, you might be able to get it at a really bargain price in, in a few months. Yeah, that's the way. Yeah. That's definitely a thing I would say. Is don't let anybody influence. Well, it's impossible not to do, but, but don't let hey, people no, tell you us. what to play, right? Like. Just make up your mind about what, what you think you're going to like and try it out because you'll usually be surprised. And even my favorite games critics and stuff, I've come away from games just completely disagreeing with their takes and things. So, you know, if you have an urge to play something, yeah, wait till it goes on sale if it's not doing too hot. And, uh, you know, if not, maybe, you know, support the devs or whatever and maybe you'll end up liking it anyway. So, I don't know. It's just... Yeah. And it's part of growing up, I guess, is like figuring out what your tastes are and, and kind of knowing it. And also sometimes I can like entrench you in a bad way and keep you from playing other games. But... Yeah, don't let people tell you what to play. Just just go out there and well, have fun. It's, and it's also like to like the utility of you know places like us. You know, we we uh, comment on things critically because you know again, like, games are expensive. Like you know, mm. you, it's not like you just wasted you know nine bucks on a on a matinee for a shitty movie. It's like no, you know, if you just drop sixty bucks on this this game, that may for a lot of people that may be you know the only game they get for a, a month or two or three or longer. So like a lot of I know I know when I was a kid. Um, and that was the case for me, I would do tons and tons of, of research as to like, okay, like, should I spend my money on this, this game or that game? And it would narrow it down to like the one that I could think I could squeeze as much value and enjoyment out of. And, and as I get older, the more it's kind of just like gut feelings of like, oh, okay, I don't really care if this reviewer is shitting on it. I think this is worth, you know, like 12 bucks or something. So it, yeah. A, oh yeah. Utility. I get it from a utility for standpoint, sure, yeah. but yeah, Evan's right. Don't, don't let people like d dunking on something keep you from enjoying it yeah if it's a genre you like then go for it or if it's a franchise that you like listen to yourself uh, but but going along with what you said zach yeah when i was a kid and buying games a lot of the times all i would have to go on was the picture and the description on yeah. the back of the box that was yeah. it or nintendo Dark power times. if it was a, yeah if it was an nes game and they kind of liked everything. So it, it wasn't exactly the most unbiased source. I mean, this was way before sort of widespread internet, and it was way before a lot of games media. I mean, there were a few outlets. So it, it, it was a lot tougher than it is now. At least now I think you can get a general idea if if people like something or 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 don't like something. But yeah, I remember making a 50, $60 purchase. And then that awful feeling where like five minutes in, you're like, I bought a crappy game. They got me. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I, maybe a better way to say it is 
don't be afraid to like bad games. I don't know. Like, I, yeah, this is an example. That's right. that, yeah, like uh, Lords of Shadow, that first Castlevania game that had some like Kojima influence or whatever. It had Patrick Stewart in it. I like that game a lot. I think it has uh, a lot of cool things going on in it, but it just critically got got really slammed. A uh, guy I used to work with, that, the the director of content at Game Trailer, still gives me a hard time about how much I like that game because he just doesn't think it's good at all, and that's totally fine. You know, we're still great friends, uh, and it's like it's fun to talk about that stuff, right? So be proud of your bad games. If you, if there's something about it you like, just, you know, dig in and, and own it. You yeah, know what? Fuck it. I'm saying it. I've been playing Fortnite. I'm back to playing Fortnite. I've been, I've been sneaking it in the middle of the night. I play it and shamefully cry myself to sleep afterwards. Zach's playing it right now. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, that's, that's not true. I deleted it off my console. Yeah, I, I tell my kids this, like, it doesn't matter what difficulty level you play at or what. The whole point of video games is for you personally to have fun. And yep. if you're having fun, then you're accomplishing what they're intended to do. And if you're not, go play something else. Like, totally, it does yeah. not matter. It doesn't matter if the whole internet hates it. Who cares? Are you having a good time? This is an entertainment thing this is a this is a fun hobby for you to enjoy passing the time in your few short years on this planet so by all means if you like something don't listen to who cares what we say it you're the most important person in this whole transaction the good thing about gamers is the collective memory is so short it's like a community of goldfish so like when I played Far Cry 5 for the first time a few years ago, and I played it for work, so I had to play it all at once. And then, like, a bunch of outlets were like, it's not that great. And then other people were kind of dunking on it. And then, so I was like, yeah, you know, there are a lot of things about this game that bother me. And they probably still do. But then I just re-downloaded it. And now that I just, like, am playing it with solo stakes, no one's thinking about it anymore. And I'm just driving around running over people and just shooting out the window. I'm like, this game rocks. I'm having a great time. And I'm totally going against exactly what I said. Yeah. So, like, even if you've dunked on it, too, it doesn't matter. No one's going to remember. <laughs> yeah. Just go who, play it. Who gives a shit? There's a whole community on Reddit called, I think it's like Patient Gamers, that, that waits years to play games because the uh, idea is you get them for cheaper it's you, all the bugs are fixed by that point. I think that's brilliant. Like real, just, real just, interesting folk. Have you guys ever met a pa- patient gamer before? Sounds like a psychopath. <laughs> no, I yeah, no. I met uh, this guy. <laughs> he was really cool, really nice dude. But yeah, he was that guy who would wait like seven years for like Skyrim to go on sale. Just like yeah, well, I could never be me. But props to you, man. If you're you know playing games and saving money, like more power to you. All right, uh, let's move on. El Capella asks, best quarantine game? I'm losing hours playing The Sims. This is a great question. Um, For me right now, it's Animal Crossing and definitely Hearthstone. I've been trying to climb to Legend. I haven't quite made it, but um, yeah, I've definitely been playing more than usual. Um, I mean, I've said this already. Say it again, Astroneer. (laughs) So good. Very chill. It's it's difficult at times, but only if you're not paying attention, like, and you walk away too far. But like, it's fun. It's like a fresher Minecraft, and it's got multiplayer, and it's on Game Pass. Oh, it's just been fun to just like zone, forget about the rest of the world. Yeah, uh, I gotta I'll answer this, and then I gotta I gotta run. Um, 
like uh, same with the entire world right now animal crossing uh per- oddly perfect time for that um still putting a lot of time as much as i can into final fantasy 10 um which is a game that is definitely made better with the knowledge that you have all the time in the world to to do uh your own thing in that because um, man that sphere grid is overwhelming um and then uh yeah i've been playing warzone which is uh really nice because like i have a whole group of friends that all gets on that and plays together and that's that's been a really good way to maintain my sanity is is kind of having a somewhat regular social life with those with those that crowd of people um and then i yeah, that's have, a nice substitute yeah yeah it's, it's similarly to animal crossing and i i can't wait for you know a month from now when all the the waypoints of the world are flooded with articles saying how animal crossing saved humanity's social consciousness but um yeah another than that it, the I'm really really glad that before this all started I I made that uh decision to get the Game Boy Micro with the flash cart and like load it up with ROMs and stuff because man that that thing is so so great to just like keep next to us keep it on my nightstand and if I don't feel like jumping into you know split slay the spire or something I was like go and play a you know match of advance wars or something it's cool that you legally have backup copies for. Yeah, no, I, I have an entire uh, closet full of. We should I have an entire. Add. Yeah, I have an entire bookshelf full of uh, GBA games, <laughs> yeah, and I only right. download the ROM once I own the physical copy of that. There game, you yeah. go. Um, okay, Zach. So you have to go. Let's do one more from Cesar because I think we're running up against an hour here. I think this will be a nice one to end it on. Uh, Cesar, I'm going to read your Twitter handle, not your name, because I'm going to mess up your beautiful last name. This is from Cesar Fall Down. Which one of you will have changed the most after quarantine ends? Anyone growing a beard? That's a great question. I'm definitely growing a nasty beard that I'm not going to cut, and we'll just see. It's like a playoff beard if you're in baseball or something like that. <laughs> uh, which one of us will have changed the most? I don't know what if it's like so mean? much a like competition, so much as it's just like I think we all are in this together. Like we all are figuring out like every day at a time together. So I think collectively we'll all. I like to think that collectively we'll all have a, a new kind of appreciation for one another. It didn't sound posed as a competition. Who's going to come back and just forget how to have spoken English? <laughs> gonna... I want to be a feral, like, forest child by the time I get back. <laughs> this does seem to require, like, a higher degree of coordination than it did before, or at least coordinating via Slack and on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's definitely changing our practices. Um, and I feel like Patrick will come back with a huge beard. Oh, well, that would be badass. Yeah. Yeah. They'll cool. love that. Uh, as for me, I'm just doing the same thing I've always been doing. I don't feel like much will change, right? I don't think so. You never <laughs> know. Somebody I, might come back with a ponytail or something. I don't know. What if Autumn comes back with bangs? Oh. <laughs> something to think about we'll lose we'll we will lose ten thousand subscribers if she goes that route all right funny all right guys that's gonna do it for us (laughs) thank you so much for listening we hope you're safe wherever you are uh be good um and chill out i know it's a hard time right now but uh, we're all going through it hang in there and we'll see you next week on send news Oh, wait, real quick. I do want to shout out at uh, Meg Rooster. I hope I didn't mispronounce your last name for making that dope Animal Crossing Inside Gaming shirt. 
that oh yeah that oh that was awesome. Sweet. awesome yes yeah so cool uh that's it it's very very cool i don't even know if you listen to the podcast but thank you <laughs> we, no the the, the, awesome. the the random not not random the recent influx of fan art and, and just kind of like the, seeing the creativity of everybody from our streams has been really nice yeah all right that's all i had to say all right bye guys Thanks bye everybody. everyone bye. stay the fuck at home <laughs> <laughs>